With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Gervin on the oh. <laughs> I mean, is he a human highlight film or is he? Yes, he is. There's Gervin, Ice trying to back down through the lane. Look at that underhand. Oh, he's so big, he takes the ball on the way up, just underhands it in. Oh, what a move by Gervin. Unbelievable. And now a word from our presenting sponsor, Frost Bank. It's not about your highlight reel. It's about reaching new heights each and every day. It's not about if you sit in the nosebleeds or courtside. It's about showing up. Hey, good game, 25. You too, man. It's not about wins. It's about winning over others by treating them right. It's about more than money. Frost, the official bank of the San Antonio Spurs. Hello and welcome to a very special edition of Sound of Spurs. It's a brand new podcast and we're very, very proud to have one of the legendary Spurs with us, George the Iceman Gervin. Before we get to George the Iceman Gervin, we want to tell you that we're coming your way from one of the gymnasiums at the George Gervin Academy. And we'll be talking a lot more about the Academy as we uh, move on this evening. But we can't have a Spurs podcast uh, without talking to the legend, number 44 himself, uh, member of the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame, uh, proud son of the city of Detroit, and of course, the city of San Antonio as well, uh, George the Iceman Gervin. Ice, very, very good to have you, and we're so happy that you decided to join us. And, um, and can you believe the Spurs are 50 years old? Yeah, because I've been here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, but, you know, for me to see the team evolve over all these years um, is amazing. Um, and, you know, I mean, you, you, you know, you, you just really got to sit back and meditate on it. I mean, we going from the seventies, you know, we going from a franchise that was lease <laughs> in the beginning, you know, and then ball uh, a year or so later and then become, you know, the Spurs. So I have seen the evolution of that. And when you say 50 years, wow. <laughs> 
I'm proud to still be able to understand and 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 see the history of the Spurs, and um, it, you know, just make you feel good. I've had the opportunity, guys, to be in this league now for 22 years, and I get to travel all over the place. And the relationship that the Spurs fans have, and the city of San Antonio has with the Spurs, is very unique. Did you see that from the very beginning? And how has that grown from that very beginning? It ain't changed. I mean, uh, the fans have always loved the Spurs. I mean, it's, you know, when we played in smaller arena at the Hemisphere, I think they was a little bit more up close. You know, they had that kind of relation with us. You know, when you talk about fans, you got to talk about baseline bombs. (laughs) You know, baseline bonds was a part of the game, uh, you know, back when, you know, when we played. Um, I mean, they were just right up in your face, you know. I mean, so fan-wise, um, and I said, we have best fans that a sports franchise can have, man. And, you know, I'm, I, I'm proud of them. Um, you know, I'm proud of their loyalty, um, you know, to the Spurs, Um proud of how they have been supportive of this franchise from the beginning. When the Chaparrales moved here, they didn't have a lot of success in Dallas. They didn't catch on in Dallas. And of course, Dallas has a lot of other stuff going on, right? They've got uh, the Dallas Cowboys and a Major League Baseball. But why do you think the Spurs caught on as quickly as they did in San Antonio? Well, everything comes to leadership. You know, I, I don't think we would be remiss not to talk about the leaders of this franchise. You know, you talk about Angelo Drosis. Um, you know, you talk about Red McComb. They had a vision, you know. I mean, they saw what a lot of us didn't see, you know. Um, and they was able to utilize that franchise and they saw that they could make it work. And they did. You know, anytime I think of the Spurs in the beginning, I think of Angelo. You know, um, you know, people don't know the vision he had. You know, people don't know about this All Star Weekend. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's a vision of Angelo and Carl Shear. You know, McCone. You know, I mean, this is the kind of vision that they had way in the beginning. You know, and I don't think they get enough credit for it. And as long as I'm alive, I'm always, you know, give them they do because they're part of that foundation. Now, a kid growing up in Philadelphia like me, all I knew about San Antonio was the Alamo. Uh, that's all I heard about, right? And then here comes this basketball team in San Antonio, Texas. And I don't think it's an exaggeration, Ice. I don't know what you think, but it's safe to say that the Spurs put San Antonio on the map for a lot of people around the country. Well, you think about it. I mean, I come from Detroit inner city, you know, and then I come from Virginia Squires, you know, I know nothing about San Antonio, you know, I'm going to San Antonio. I'm like you. History wise, the only thing you didn't know about is the Alamo, Mm -hmm. you know, but once I got here and then once I started playing, I mean, it was a, a place that you just slowly fell in love with. You know, it was the environment, it was the weather, you know, it was the people, you know, it was the food, I mean, and you fell in love with it. And you guys had it going on from the very beginning, too. I believe that first uh, Spurs team in the NBA 
averaged 115 points a game, was the leading scoring team in the NBA that first season. So uh, when there were some folks that thought the ABA teams might take a while to adjust, uh, that was not the case with San Antonio Spurs. Yeah, a lot of proof. There was a lot of talk in the NBA circles, and I don't think it was players because players played against us. They knew we could play. You know, it was a lot of the ones that haven't seen us that said, that, you know, that's clown league and, you know, these guys, you know, wasn't all that. And, you know, and we heard it, you know. So we had, we was on a mission, you know, when we became NBA players. Um, and we proved to the NBA world that we were worthy, that we belonged right alongside them to be recognized as NBA greats. And no question about that, Ice. I want to take you back to your early days for a moment. You mentioned Detroit and growing up in inner city Detroit. When I think of Detroit back in the day, I think of Kobo Hall and, <laughs> and, and, and Dave Bing. Underneath to Bing, battled out of his hands. Bing recovers, turns and jumps. Good. Uh, that's my earliest recollection. I think Dave DeBusher actually played for the Pistons before he went to the Knicks, too. What's your earliest memory and when did you get caught into this basketball thing? Well, I, my, you know, Cobra Hall, because yeah, I played, you know, inner city. So our championship games, we played at Cobra Hall. <laughs> so, you know, that was Detroit Pistons, uh, you know, home arena. So obviously I had a, you know, a, a, a young relationship with it, you know, as a high school player. And obviously I saw, you know, Dave being Jimmy Walker, you know, Jill and dad, I mean, come up, um, Bob Lanier being coached me in, my high school all-star game, you know, and mm -hmm. being told me this, being say, you know, I got MVP. He said, man, if you keep playing like that, you're going to play against me. <laughs> and he was talking about 70, because I graduated in 70. So, you know, that for me to be able to see that and experience that and from a pro like being, man, it, it was life-changing. And Detroit is obviously a big basketball city and a big music city. We were talking a little bit about music before uh, we came on today. And uh, we're visiting with George the Iceman Gervin. This is Sound of Spurs. I can't think of growing up in Detroit in the 60s without being influenced by Motown and all that was going on culturally and musically in the community. Man, come on, man. A Motown review. Man, we used to go to Motown review for, review for a dollar. So we used to see the Supremes, the Marvelettes, the Temptations, the Dramatics. I mean, Marvin Gaye, you know, I, come on, man. I grew up in that kind of <laughs> environment, man. And at the Fox Theater, you know, so, you know, Motown played a, you know, I think a very significant rhythm-wise role in my life, you know, coming up now. I love Motown, but, you know, also I was the jazz guy, you know. So, you know, Miles and Coltrane, Thelonious Monk, Lee Morgan, you know, I had them guys. I grew up. So, you know, music-wise, Detroit for me was, you know, the place where I, you know, learned to really appreciate, you know, the art of music. And see, I was in Philly with the Delphonics, the mm -hmm. Stylistics, and Harold Melvin, the Blue Notes, mm -hmm. and we talked about Teddy Pendergrass before we started. In my opinion, the most underrated soul singer. But but this is a basketball show, not a music show. We can go on and on. Uh, <laughs> off to Eastern Michigan, Ice, and uh, you spent some time there before you went into the pros. I loved Eastern. You know, um, Eastern was really my playground and stage to, you know, give me that opportunity to take the game to another level. 
I just love to play, man. You know, I went to Long Beach State first. I left Tarkania and Long Beach, and then I transferred to Eastern Michigan. Now, was that a little culture shock for a kid from oh. Detroit going to California? How did that happen? Scared me to death. <laughs> and they had that, um, what they call it, the monsoon, where that wind. And mm-hmm. Man, that came, man, I thought the world was coming to an end. <laughs> you know, I never experienced anything like that. I called my mom and said, Mom, I'm ready to come home, man. It's windy here, and... And it won't stop. I mean, it really kind of scared me, you know, because I've never been anywhere. Well, I'm in a city kid. And so, I, you know, I got up and left and transferred to Eastern Michigan. And, you know, that's where I played a couple of years there before I, you know, was able to turn pro. I believe they've retired your number there at Eastern Michigan. So you, you've had your number retired in a few places. Uh, one of the things about the ABA that I, I always admired uh, is the fact that there are so many good players, but good coaches as well. And you have some good coaches in the ABA, and I see Hubie Brown all the time. God bless him. He's still going strong, uh, Isa, in his late 80s. Of course, he coached the Kentucky Colonels back then. If you had to point to one or two memories, fond memories you have of playing in that league, uh, what would they be? Well, I mean, just the pace of play, you know, the youth, you know, the fun, you know. Um, you know, in the end, uh, before the end of the ABA, it was only 17. So we played each other a lot. You know, we might play each other 15 times, uh, you know, during the season. So to be able to play against that kind of talent, you know, Indiana, I think, was the the team that was more dominant, you know, with um, George McGinnis and Roger Brown and them guys, um, Mel Daniels and Darnell Hillman. Darnell Hillman. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, they had a great basketball franchise, man. And then, you know, Kentucky, you know, had their uh, run at it with artists and stuff. And uh, and Denver had some good teams. Denver too. had a good team. Um, you know, uh, I mean, ABA basketball was special. I mean, if people really did research, they'll really see we playing ABA basketball right now, whether or not they want to accept it or not. You know, I mean, they got our three-pointer. You know, they got the game plan from outside in now versus when we played was inside out. I mean, so the game has got to a point to where what it was when we played and that was entertainment, you know, and that's what we've been and seeing now, man, you know, especially with Golden State uh, winning, they shooting the ball from the outside, you know, and they got two of, I think, the greatest shooters uh, in this era, you know, with Clay and uh, Kirby. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. 
There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. A lot of people don't realize that you uh, actually spent some time in Rome and in Italy. You went overseas. Were you one of the first guys to go overseas, uh, corner, kind of toward the end of your career? Because not a lot of guys were doing it back then. No, I was me and McAdoo. I think McAdoo might went before me. He was in Madrid, and I, I was with Rome. It was a great experience, you know, especially after my NBA career. You know, it was a good way for me to come down mm-hmm. from the game. You know, we played one game a week. We played on Sunday at 5 o'clock for 30 weeks, you know. So, you know, you can imagine that schedule versus the NBA schedule. I mean, it was like vacation, you know, but it was beautiful, man. I mean, my children, you know, went to international school. I mean, it gave me everything I need to understand that, you know, it was it was time to go. I mean, you know, I, 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 I had a wonderful NBA career, but, you know, them few years that I – Played overseas in Rome and and in Barcelona, I mean, you know, it, it was really good for me and my family. I should look around the league right now. Some of the best players in the league, Jokic is from Serbia. Jokic gets past Davis and throws it down. Andre Kumbo is from Greece. Key player game between Drew and Giannis. They leave him wide open. Giannis acts it down. It goes on and on and on. Uh, Doncic is from Slovenia. Here's Luca. Gets it away. It's Joel Embiid from Cameroon. Green Bay angles up toward the rim. He gives to Embiid. He'll turn. Got off the side and hit it. Oh, my. He's going to count the bucket. Embiid, a catch, a turn, a shot, and a score. All of these international players are having a big impact on the game. And, of course, the Spurs are one of the first teams to go (laughs) uh, international, as you know. How has the international impact changed the NBA? Global. You know, the thing. Now, when I played, it was only about four or five. In the league, you know, um, again, to see the evolution of the Europeans coming and being a part of the NBA, I think is one of the greatest steps that the NBA made. Now you can really be world champ. I mean, I don't know mm-hmm. if you could call yourself that, but you got the world involved in the NBA now. You know, I think for me to see that transformation and then to see my own franchise winning with quite a few European players, you know, kind of just open people's eyes that 
basketball players are all around the world. Mm-hmm. And if they get an opportunity to be a part of the NBA, they can be just as productive as the kids raised in the United States. I remember doing an interview with him at 05, and you said something. This Manu Ginobili kid, there's something about him. And you saw it in him very early, maybe even before 05, Ice. Uh, but you look at what that Spurs big three did during that era uh, with two international players. And, of course, uh, with Tim being from uh, the Virgin Islands. And I know that you follow that uh, era very closely. Uh, what a special time. And, man, did Spurs fans get spoiled during that period of time. You know, to be able to see it, you know, um, you know, Ginobili, man, he was, he was a Hall of Famer. He was special. He came to work every night. Ginobili to the basket, puts it up, banks it in. Tony, you know, Tony came, you know, and came to work. Parker on the drive, nearly lost it, still dribbling. Parker with two to shoot. Just gets it off in time, and he banks it in. What a shot from Parker. And then you had, you know, Tim. Timmy for the win. Got it! Tim Duncan! <laughs> oh, go ahead with your bad self, Tim Duncan. Again, leadership. You know, I always relate to leadership because you can have all the great players if you want, but if you not don't have a system for them to, to excel in and they buy into it, it won't work. So, you know, you got to give Pop and his team all the credit in the world, man, to, to maintain that. That's a long year, you know? I mean, but you did have the, I ain't going to use the word weapons. I mean, you did have the talent you know, to make it work for not just one year, for year in and year out, you know. So, yeah, I am a Ginobili fan. I'm a Tony Parker fan. I'm a Dave Robbins fan. (laughs) You're a Spurs But I'm a Spurs. Yeah. But you're also an ambassador to the NBA. And uh, we've been on some of these international trips, Ice, and you seem to join us all the time. And I know that you really enjoy spending time with these foreign kids. Uh, and this Basketball Without Borders program that the NBA has come up with, uh, really expanding the game. You just mentioned the fact that it's global. Uh, and you've had a role in that because you're one of the first guys to go overseas. And I know how much you enjoy your role as an NBA ambassador when you get these trips. I'm humbled by it, you know, to still have that kind of relationship you know, with Spurs and, and with the league, you know, I, and I think it's brilliant on their part, you know, is to exercise their relationship, you know, because I can go overseas and I, I went over to, to China and did a, a, a tour. Man, I had a poster up there so big, man, I, I, couldn't, I, I couldn't believe the love that they show for me, you know, over in China, you know? So, you know, like I said, man, I ain't played in 40 years, you know? And to have that kind of love and, and appreciation, man, of your, you know, of your your ability and, you know, and how you played is, uh, you know, I'm so thankful for the NBA to, you know, give me that opportunity to, you know, see how people appreciate it now, you know, my game. We mentioned at the very top of the show that uh, we were coming your way from 
the George Gervin Academy. And a lot of people in San Antonio obviously are very familiar, but some might not be. Um, bring us up to date on what the Academy is doing and uh, how you guys are kind of staying ahead in the education game. I averaged probably before the pandemic, 1,400 kids, K to 12. You know, we became an aid school. We started off as a dropout recovery school in the 80s. You know, um, you know, we started off in a, a strip mall in the beginning. You know, um, the building that you're in, we built about 10 years ago now. You know, um, it's, it's a passion that I always had about education. You know, because, uh, you know, I know a lot of guys, you know, and girls, sports-minded, entertainment-minded. But you know, like I know how hard it is to make it in that system. So I always try to give you, okay, your plan A is to be a pro. What's your plan B? <laughs> What's your plan C? You know, I mean, so to be able to talk to kids and get them to, to understand you can't put all your eggs in one basket because... It may not work, and then what you're going to do? This is that. Uh, I'm so proud of my school. I'm proud of my sister, Barbara. Um, you know, um, her brains, uh, you know, to create such a beautiful program. Um, you know, we build retirement homes for senior citizens, low-income, uh, for low-income uh, uh, people. Um, my last one I built over... You know, off Bandera, it's called the George Gervin Retirement Home. And it's about 50, 55 units. And when we had the grand opening, filled up the next day. Wow. But what's amazing to me was the guy read and said, Mr. Gervin, I'm going to die here. I'm saying, well, what you mean? <laughs> he was saying, man, because I got a roof over my head, man, that I didn't have. Wow. And this is where... I know I'm going to finish my life. So you, we don't know that. You know, we don't know how people struggle. You know, sometimes we don't know, man, what a handshake, man, what a smile a do for somebody's life. You know, so us being able to create these kind of facilities, man, for people that just didn't have a roof over your head, man, come on, man. It's, 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 it's just so humbling, man. Um, but I learned that from being in the Spurs franchise. Because, you know, after basketball, I'm community relations. I, and I'm still associated with community <laughs> relations. You know, after all these years, I mean, and I, I, I contribute a lot of that, man, because I know how the Spurs been throughout this community, man, for years and years, man. So that's how I kind of got my idea to do what I'm doing. I have a model that works. You know, that's why they're so beloved in this town, you know, because it's a two-edged sword. I don't want you to just buy tickets. I want to help with your needs as a community, you know, for we all can make it work, man. That's why I love this franchise, man, and that's why I'm so proud to still be a part of it. It's quite a legacy you're leaving, Ice. Thank you very much for the time. We appreciate it. And, um, man, I'll be seeing you throughout the year, and you're going to see these young guys, right? These I young love guys to see the young yeah. guys, man. I love <laughs> to see them, man. Uh, they're fun. They're a fun team to watch, man. They are young, but they're fun to watch, man, and they play hard, and you know, they're going to have a lot of success this year. We're looking forward to it. Thanks very much. That's George the Iceman Gervin, our inaugural edition of the Sound of Spurs podcast. Thanks for joining us. I'm Bill Shoning. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org.